You are listening to the Illuminated Life Podcast with Trish Johnson. This podcast is dedicated to sharing inspiring ideas, strategies, and stories that can help you discover your path to an illuminated life. Hello and welcome back. This is episode number 12, Simplify. I've had a lot of people ask me lately what it is that I do to help me put in practice all of these strategies about managing the mind and cleaning up our thoughts. And though I do all of that and I am still continually practicing all of that work, I also do a lot of other strategies on the side. And um, I build on those strategies to make them into habits. And then I choose another one that works (laughs) or I try another one. And if it works, I keep it. And if I don't like it or it doesn't work for me, then I get rid of it. Well, one of those strategies that I think has made one of the biggest impacts on my life is this idea of minimalizing or simplifying things. And so, um, there are three people that I've really leaned into to, learn how to do this better. And this is hilarious because my mother, who I've spoke about before, was what I call a closet hoarder or a very organized hoarder. When we went to help her move out of her um, home into a smaller home, she was having some back issues. So we had to do a lot of that work to support her. And she had one of the cleanest houses in the whole neighborhood for sure, if not the whole city. And the crazy thing was that in a over 2,000 square foot home that she only lived in at that time, and granted it was over the course of 30 years that she collected all this stuff, but every cabinet and every drawer and every shelf had something in it or on it. And we're talking about film canisters. Let me date myself and my family here. We are talking about sock hooks. You know, those little plastic hooks that when you go to buy socks in the store are hanging the socks on the hook. Twisty ties, buttons, snaps, uh, rubber bands, tons of things. Like if if you needed something, you could find it in this home. And even if you didn't need it, she probably had it. She would keep the little wheels on the top of lighters that sparked the flame. I don't know what for, but she kept them. And my mom had an extension of this in her purse. We always had a joke that if we needed something, just ask mom. And she'd like be pulling it out as like Mary Poppins. She, you know, it's like, hey mom, do you have a a bag? She'd pull out a grocery bag. Um, She'd have you know, nail clippers and twisty ties and a fork and salt and pepper and all of these things in her purse. And so for me to talk about simplifying is, I guess this is the funny part, because I thought that after growing up with this woman, I was actually pretty much more of a minimalist and that I didn't hoard things. But an interesting thing happened after I started to do this thought work. 
And I started to look at things quite differently. And I was really open to a lot of different teachers coming in to my life um, through books, through podcasts, just through what was speaking to me at that moment. And I realized that I had a lot of stuff around me, even though it was a lot less than what my mom had. I had a lot of stuff around me. And this wasn't just true for my outside environment. It was true for my inside internal mental and physical environment inside my body. And I realized that this is true for many of us. We have so much stuff around us. Just take a minute to look at your home if if you're there now or when you get there and just look around. Do you have a single space, whether it's a shelf or closet or a drawer that's just absolutely empty and has nothing in it. And even if you do have that, how much stuff do you have still? And I'm just talking right now about the physical stuff. If you pick up your phone and you look at how many apps you have or how many files on your computer, how many pictures you have, it's obscene, really. Um, I think it's a blessing and a curse that we're able to have so much stuff in our lives, whether it's physical or if it's um, information. Either way, we have so much stuff at our fingertips. And that's where these three teachers I mentioned earlier really helped me and I hope will help you. I'm not going to go into great detail about each of their methods, but I'm going to share with you the most important lessons I learned from each of them. And so the first was the life-changing magic of tidying up by Marie Kondo. And I think she likes to be called Kumari and she has the Kumari method. And what I walked away from after reading that book was to take everything out of a space and only put back what you love. And she goes into much greater detail. And I really, I don't know if I like how in-depth she goes. But for me, this was an important lesson. Just take everything out and only put back what you love. And then from there, look for what you need. The next teacher I want to share with you that helped me in this process was the minimalists. And that's Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. They wrote a book called Everything That Remains. And what really resonated me there was actually a lot that resonated with me in this from this book, but the most important lessons I walked away with was that mental and the behavioral tie that we have to physical stuff. And then how by breaking that tie, it really does help our physical environment be less, but then by doing that, it perpetuates this idea of minimalist thoughts in your mind and simplifying your life not only in your physical environment, but your mental environment. Another thing that I learned from Ryan and Josh is that there are two very important dirty little words you need to be careful of, and that is what if. And I think you could probably all relate to this. We oftentimes will ask, oh, but what if I need that? Um, I wore that Halloween costume two years ago, but what if I need that? And I think that when we pay attention to how often we're saying what if, uh, usually the items we're saying what if about, we never use. We forget that we have, or if we do need them eventually, it's like a year down the road and we can either rent, borrow, or buy at a very inexpensive price. 
price for that item if we need it that bad. And I'm quite sure that that what if was probably the root of all my mother's challenges with keeping all of this stuff. I'm sure she was wondering, well, what if I need that? Um, and knowing the generation that she was born out of, that was definitely um, one of the challenges that they had because of the experiences they had after the Great Depression. But nonetheless, we are now in the 21st century and we have so much at our fingertips. And so I thought this was a really important lesson that I walked away with their book, um, from their book with, and find that I oftentimes watch to see if I'm saying what if, and if I am, I'm really looking cautiously at whether or not I need to be hanging on to that item. So that is the minimalist. And the last teacher I wanted to share with you that really helped me and the lesson I learned was from Courtney Carver. And she started a blog called Project 333. And the idea behind it was to have 33 pieces of clothing or accessories within your wardrobe and challenging people to take those 33 items and create many, many different options. And by minimizing how many pieces of uh, articles you have in your wardrobe, you're freeing up the choices, you're freeing up your space, um, things are much less stressful and also fun. And that's what I learned from her was to have fun in this process. Don't think about letting go of stuff, but really showcasing the things you love the most. And then there was one other piece that was really helpful that just created awareness. And you guys know how big I am on awareness. She talks about how the typical American usually uses only 30% of their wardrobe. And I would bet that this applies to everything. We probably read about 30% of the books that we have on our shelf. We probably use about 30% of the utensils and uh, tools that we have in our kitchen. Probably use about 30% of the stuff that's in our garages. And that was really powerful to realize that there's probably about 70% of stuff we can get rid of that we just don't need that will create space in our lives. I took these lessons, these great lessons I learned from these great sources, and I applied them. I started with my closet and I moved on to other areas of my home. And I realized, just like Josh and Ryan had talked about in their book, the more I was letting go, the more I gained for myself mentally and physically very interesting phenomenon. And I don't think you can really understand it until you try it yourself. So I'm encouraging you to do just that. Take some of the things you've learned from me today, apply them, maybe look into these three different people, read more about their methods and see what works for you. Uh, maybe what I've lifted out of it doesn't work for you, but I'm sure there's lessons that can apply it in your life and just revel in the outcomes that you will experience. But before I leave you today, I want to leave you with my own little rule. And I was inspired by Courtney and I have the rule of three. And what I really like about the rule of three is so often when we get excited about a new challenge or we're not excited about a challenge, but we want to fix something in our life, 
we go out and we get as much information as we can and we just collect, 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 collect. We hardly have enough space to even look at it all, let alone apply any of it. And we create this kind of a information paralysis, which keeps us stuck because we're so overwhelmed by what to do and how to do it because we've taken on so much information, we can't even get started. And so just like I've demonstrated for you today, my three top lessons about simplifying your life, your environments and your mind and the thoughts that you have, I'm going to encourage you to apply the rule of three. And that's simply anytime you want to do something or you want to change something or you need help and resources to support you with a challenge that I encourage you just to pick three things to go to. Use those three, read those three, take what you love about those three things and apply them before you take on any other information. And lastly, I have a little challenge for you. If you don't already have an empty shelf or an empty drawer somewhere prominent in the space that you live and, and or work in, I'm encouraging you to create one. And here's why. At the very least, you will always have this one shelf or this one drawer that will be a reminder to you that by letting go of what we don't need or what's not useful or what doesn't serve us anymore, we have held this space sacred and open for new things to come. And that's my hope for you, that not only will you create space in your physical environments to allow for new things to come in that you absolutely love, so you're surrounded only by the things you love and the things that you need, but this is a reminder to you that we do the same with our thoughts and that we only allow the thoughts in our minds that serve us to stay. And I think I'll just leave you with a reminder that like managing our thoughts, all of these things are ongoing practices and oftentimes we'll fall back into old habits and you don't need to beat yourself up about that. That's just human nature, but bring yourself back with that awareness that things have slipped or that you've lost sight of things that help you and re-implement them. I, as I'm recording this podcast, it's springtime. I got really busy over the winter I know that there's been some things that have collected in my closets. I know there's some things that have collected in my body and my mind that I'm going to work to um, simplify. So I encourage you to do the same. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. And I look forward to talking to you then. Until then, take care. Please join me next time as we continue this journey together. Until then, be better today than yesterday and live life illuminated. Thank you so much for listening to the Illuminated Life podcast. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please leave a quick review in iTunes. Also, for free resources, show notes, and ways you can work with me directly, head on over to www.trishjohnson.com. That's www.trishjohnson.com.